0: All right. Hey guys, this is Brittany C. You are listening to Beyond Mediocre, and this is my second time recording this episode. And this episode, if you have been listening up until this point, is part one of the You Are a Badass at Making Money series, the book written by Jen Sincero. And I did start recording this last week and I got pretty far, but then I stopped. Okay. I'll just be straight up with you. I don't like when my husband is listening to me, talk to myself and record this podcast. So I was recording it, uh, last week. Like I just said, he was downstairs in his workshop working. And then he came up stairs and was like, Hey, I'm going to make myself something to eat and go to bed. So he interrupted my time. So I stopped and I don't usually like to just pick up where I left off. I figure, Hey, if it's been a week, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and start all over again. Uh, so thank you for being patient while I work on, uh, shit. Now I've got a bunch of text messages coming through. Um, what was I saying? Oh, so this is this is part one of the You Are a Badass at Making Money series. And today I got a really kind text message from a friend of mine and a listener of mine named Monica. Shout out to Monica. She sent me a picture of uh, the book that we're about to go over and said that she had went out and got it and was excited about the podcast. So, that really got me going, and it made me very excited that you guys are actually listening and excited to talk about this and be Beyond Mediocre together. So, without further ado, let's get this show on the road. Let's get started. I'm ready to be a badass at making money, okay? Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm assuming that you are if you're here. Let's do this, guys. This is let's go. a gym Study production. Um... Okay, good. It looks like that we're recording. So this is part one of You Are a Badass at Making Money, by written by Jen Sincero, and the subtitle is Master the Mindset of Wealth. I'm ready to do that. I don't know about you guys, but that sounds real great to me. We are going to start with the introduction. I love how this book is written. So if you've read any self-help books, if you listen to any motivational podcast, Tim Ferriss, watch the secret all of these people um what is the guy who wrote chicken Soup for the soul that guy they all have great messages right and it's all essentially the same message just everybody has maybe their own interpretation or their own delivery jen same thing here jen has um she's just delivering the message In a really wonderful way. Maybe you have no idea what I'm talking about. That's okay. We're going to start from the beginning. So the introduction, the very first sentence says, if you're ready to make more money, you can. So I think that's very important to keep in mind because people oftentimes put their own self-imposed blocks and their own limiting beliefs according to um, their parents or uh, just past experiences or absorbing other people's beliefs just from childhood, things like that. Um, and this pertains to everything in life, money, relationships, your own, how you perceive the world. Um, but essentially if you can dream it, you can do it guys. So if you're ready to make more money, you can. I love that great first sentence for the introduction to the book. Um, She also goes on to say um, we love money, hate money, obsess over money, ignore money, resent money, hoard money, crave money, bad mouth money, and money is rife with so much desire, shame, and weirdness. And it's so eye-opening to kind of think about money uh, in that way because it has so many perception people perceive money in so many different ways think about money some people feel excellent about money some people are already badasses at making money or they feel comfortable and some people feel very resentful of money or they feel like they're lacking money or like they don't deserve it or will never have it so again that kind of goes back to, if you're ready to make money, you can. We just have to think about how we are looking at it. Um, Then, I'm just, I literally have uh, highlighted sentences and excerpts in this. I'm just kind of jumping right in. I have the book in front of me, so if I kind of skip around, or I don't make sense for a second, just hang in there with me. I am I'm just going to do my best at delivering this in the most straightforward, effective way. Uh, So I think the main objective that she wants to get across in the introduction is that we need to, if we don't already have a great mindset towards money or a relate a friendly relationship a positive relationship towards money if we're not speaking about money in a positive way we need to make sure that we are doing that she even says um going back to the to the shame about behind money like how it's kind of like a hush hush kind of deal she says have you been brave enough to read this book in public would you be brave enough to read this book in public on the front cover in huge bold letters it says you are a badass at making money so kind of think about that if you had this book and you're sitting at starbucks or on the train or wherever you're at are you comfortable whipping this out and letting people know this is this is this is what i want or is it Or do you still kind of feel weird like, oh God, I don't, I don't want to admit that this is something that I want or I need, or even just desire to have more in my life. Um, She goes on to say, we're ashamed if we don't have it. And we're even more ashamed to admit that we want it. And think about that for a second. Why are we afraid or ashamed to admit that we want money? Like, why is that shameful? Why is it shameful to want money? Because we wanna take care of ourselves. because we wanna be able to take care of our family, we wanna be able to treat our friends, we wanna be able to even show kindness to a stranger or generosity to uh, causes that we feel passionately about. So why are we ashamed of wanting money? I think that that's a big kind of theme or for a lot of people, they're ashamed To admit that they want money. Um, Then she goes on to talk a little bit about herself and she actually didn't get her shit together until she was in her 40s which I love a good rags to riches story and I think most people can appreciate a rags to riches story because we can relate. So I feel like I can really relate to a lot of things that Jen says and her experiences and since i know that she has been at rock bottom and she has you know gone on to financial abundance and has you know her dream career that i can get behind what she's putting down and i can trust what she has to say uh i have some notes here for myself and One, the first one says that I should share my stance on money and my experience, how I grew up, and that. And I can tell you right now that, like, just even reading those words and preparing to tell you, like, how I feel about money or where I am, like, it's very uncomfortable. So I want to just bust through my comfort zone and tell you. Uh, exactly where I'm coming from. Yes, I'm ready to be a badass at making more money. I grew up uh, not rich. My I've always had everything that I needed, but I remember that when I was young, especially, that maybe there was a tension around money in the house. I remember hearing arguments regarding money or maybe my mom saying that we couldn't afford certain things or that we were poor and things like that. I grew up, uh, seeing my mom is my, and I don't want to throw my mom under the bus, but this is just my experience. Uh, I was always very well taken care of. I want to put that out there but I remember like there was always a tension around spending money even if it was literally a nickel and she had plenty of money in her wallet there was always a tension around letting that go um so that's that's kind of what where where I came from most was comfortable being poor or thought maybe even thought of uh, being poor is like a fun challenge like oh what can I what can I do today to like scrounge by I even at one point I mean this was like in my early 20s but I did go voluntarily homeless in the mountains of Colorado once but it was very for a very short time and it was self you know induced and there was no drugs or alcohol involved or anything like that I just wanted to experience what that was like and I experienced it guys um didn't last very long I moved in with uh, that's I moved in with some some people shortly after but that's a whole another different story but my point is I wanted to give you a little bit of insight on my background where I came from where I'm coming from right now tell you what my current motivations are and my current goals are. My current goals are to be a badass at making money, to not be ashamed, to to just try to be fully myself, because that's what having money allows you to do. If you are, if you are already a generous person, Having an abundance of money is going to enhance your ability to be more generous. If you, It will allow you to express yourself fully and completely. And I love that. And I want to do more of that. And I want to help you do more of that. I think sharing is caring, guys. And we can all be rich together. So I'm going to look and see. I know I have some things highlighted. I like this excerpt a lot. Jen, she goes on saying that she was very poor, scraping by a lot of the times. And she says, if I'd put the same amount of time and focus that I put into freaking out about not having money, cutting back my expenses, finding deals, haggling, researching, returning items, uh, if she spent the same amount of time actually focusing on making money then she she, what she says is I would have been driving a car with working windshield wipers years before I actually did so think about that for a second so how much time do you spend figuring out how to not have to spend money and holding on to your lack mentalities or holding on to your Poorness. I don't know how, uh, how else to phrase that. How much time are you spending haggling and being afraid to spend money? And how much time could you be spending figuring out how to welcome more money into your life? So I know that we're all in different situations and uh, maybe you feel like you have a job right now that only allows you to make X amount, or this is your certain situation, but let's just keep on rolling with this book. And I know that we're all gonna be inspired in our own unique ways. I'm an entrepreneur, I run my own business, nobody else pays me to do anything for them. Um, If I, the, the amount of money that I make is directly reflected into how hard I'm working and how much effort I'm putting into my business, of course. You know, it depends on the, the month of the year and X, Y, and Z, but there's opportunities for us left and right. Sometimes we just have to be creative. Uh, the human ability to rationalize, defend, and accept our self-imposed drama is bananas, especially because we have all the power within us to choose and create realities that totally kick ass. So again, I said this before, and I feel like some of these things need to be said in, a, they need to be said over and over and over again in multiple different ways for them to stick. So if you have already read 35 self help books on this similar subject, read another one, and read another one after that, and read another one after that, because for most people, you have to hear something or do something multiple times. It's called practice. So we have to practice at changing our mindset around money. We have to practice at trying new things. We have to practice and continue to get out of our comfort zone over and over and over and over and over, and over again so that we can propel ourselves into the right direction, into the next step to Cross off another thing on our list of goals. Let's see. Okay. And I apologize for these pauses. But it's just me seeing where we're at. I'm going page by page in this introduction. I want to make sure I hit it all. There's some great points in here. Uh, So right now she is talking about. The excuses that we make that keep us in the same shitty situation that we feel trapped in. So one of her uh, examples is a lot of people, their excuse for not making more money is, hey, I have this really great nine to five. I have this nine to five job. I hate it. It's soul sucking. But hey, the benefits are really great. Or I spend my lunch breaks weeping in the stairwell. I'm so miserable, but the health insurance is amazing. And I'm sure that you, if you have not said those things yourself, that you have definitely heard it from somebody else. I myself, thank God, I, I'm, I really resent people telling me what to do. So I'm not the best at having other people, um, be my boss full time. So that's, that's. This is definitely not me. Um, But I know that a lot of people feel stuck in their day-to-day because they say, but I have kids, so I could never pursue one of these goals. Or, you know, if I stay in this job for 20 more years, then my retirement fund is blah, blah, blah. I mean, goddamn, you could die in the next five minutes. And do you really want to go out just being alive and not really living, uh, not everybody is risk takers. And I, I know that, and I'm aware of that. Everybody is different, but I think that if you are listening to this podcast, that you're probably somebody that's at least open to the possibilities of outside the box. Uh, I hope that makes sense. Um, I'm just going to keep reading some of these highlighted things. Time wasted rationalizing the mediocre could be time spent creating the magnificent. I'll say it again. And I like this obviously because it has the word mediocre in it. We're listening to Beyond Mediocre. But she says, time wasted rationalizing the mediocre could be time spent creating the magnificent. Time wasted rationalizing the mediocre could be time spent creating the magnificent. So, if you... Are rationalizing the mediocre, staying in a boring ass job, and you're not spending enough time creating the magnificent. Rethink of that. Uh, some of our mantras that we say, so some of the things that we say to ourselves every day, things like, Oh, I could never afford that, or uh I don't I don't know what I want to do or it's not the right time. Saying things like this are affirmations that you're saying to yourself. These are mantras that you say to yourself. And I know maybe that sounds like all woo-woo or something, but you when you are looking at buying a new car or upgrading your home, or splurging on something that you really want and you just keep saying to yourself, I can't afford it, I can't afford it, I can't afford it, guess what? You're right. If that's what you're saying to yourself, then you're right. Try switching that. So I want you to notice the, how you speak to yourself and the vocabulary that you use and the words that you use and switch it up instead of saying, I can't afford it say I'm really looking forward to getting that I'm really excited about having this and just psych yourself up and just small little changes like that are going to make a huge impact in your reality because everybody creates their own reality I actually just had a discussion with my husband about this because his his reality is different than mine Um, The way he looks at the world is literally different than the way that I look at it. I want to look at the world and know that everything is a possibility and I can have everything that I want. Uh, Just I have to figure out how I'm going to get it. But I know that it's all there and it's all attainable. And that even if somebody tells me no, somebody else will tell me yes. So... That's how you have to look at the world. So even if you can't, if, even if, the bank, if your bank account says you can't have whatever it is that you're wanting right now, figure out a way to look at it uh, with a more positive angle, a more hopeful angle, a more uh, looking forward to angle. So instead of not being able to afford something, you're going to get there. So change, just watch the words that you're saying to yourself. This is really, really, really fucking important. I wish that people would quit text messaging me because they just pop up on my computer. You know, I love everybody, but also Apple come the fuck on. Like I, when somebody calls my phone, I have it on silent for a reason. Like I don't need it to come up my iPad. I don't need it to come up on my computer while I'm recording this podcast and just bugging the shit out of me so I need to figure this out because somebody's text messaging me you can hear it I'm sure a hundred times in a row and it's distracting me because I'm trying to talk to you about being a badass about making money and we are being badass and making money okay and I'll text you back Audra um Even though staying stuck where I felt was easier and less risky than putting myself out there, it also felt awful. Okay, so I have this highlighted. She says, even though staying stuck where I was felt easier and less risky than staying... Hold on. Can't read now. Let's see. Even though staying stuck where I was felt easier and less risky than putting myself out there, it also felt awful. Yes, it is. can be very scary putting yourself out there, changing. In order to get something that you've never had, you have to do something that you've never done. You have to change. Change can be scary. Taking risks can be scary. But you know what else is scary? Being fucking complacent. Just sitting here, being boring as shit. Counting our nickels that are stuck in the couch and, and, and wondering when ice cream is going to go on sale. That's boring as fuck. It's really sad and you deserve better. You deserve way better. And the thing is, as if one of your friends came to you and says, I hate my job. I'm miserable. My goal is to become a skydiving teacher. Uh, but I'm really scared to be uh, a skydiving teacher because what if the economy crashes and nobody wants to plummet out of airplanes anymore? You would say, buck the fuck up. Okay. If you hate your job and you're miserable, get out of there. What are you living for just to die Go on, jump out of the airplane, be a skydiving instructor, or a, a tennis coach, or start your own marble company, or become an artist. I don't know what you want to do, but just do it. If you're miserable, why? Why would you spend your time being miserable? I, I feel very passionate passionately about this, apparently. So, Jen says... She was so sick of being unbearably broke and it took her so long. But in her 40s, it took her that long, guys, until she was in her 40s to just snap out of it and finally wake up and start making changes, taking huge risks, spending money that she felt very... Nervous about spending towards bettering herself as in hiring a coach and building a website and making strides to do what she wanted to do with her life. In her situation, particularly, she started a business that involved coaching writers on basically how to get published or how to write Um and she says that when she started this business, she invested uh, a, an uncomfortable for her amount of money into building the website and advertising her courses and getting that set up. And she said that she felt like it was pretend almost, like, like she was playing office um, and that she didn't, it, it felt like imposter syndrome almost, which is completely normal to to put yourself out there and to feel like fuck is this what i should really be doing she says but no matter how scary each step was it was nowhere near as frustrating as constantly wondering how i was ever going to pay off my student loans or feel like i was wasting away in my tiny little life when i knew i could be doing so much better so could you be doing so much better what is it right now? What is the first thing that came flooding, rushing into your mind that you would much rather be doing? That's the first step. What is the opportunity that you have put on the back burner or the idea that you haven't felt confident enough in pursuing as of yet? That's what we're here to, to find out, to dig deep to explode into our full potential. So we're here to be a badass at making money. I'm reviewing this book because it made me feel badass. It hyped me up. It got me really excited. I love talking about this. I love being motivated. I love motivating other people. I think that when I am talking to you with this excitement, that it keeps me excited and motivated. So hopefully it's like a, a win-win situation here. I hope that you guys are enjoying this. I hope that a new spark has flown into your brain right now. And that things are, things are looking, uh, things are looking like I don't know like a new fucking opportunity is waiting new opportunities and ideas and income streams started showing up in my life they were the entire time they were there the entire time of course i was just too busy clipping coupons and focusing on being poor to notice so are you focusing what are you focusing on are there streams of income that you are missing out on because you're focusing on being poor, how to manage being so poor? Are you spending more time managing your poorness than you are managing how rich the possibilities are in your life? Um, She says, here's what it takes to to get what you want. You have to be willing to do what it takes, agreeing to get really, 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 really uncomfortable over and over again. And this sounds, I don't know, i it, you ha- you have to be really, you have to be really willing to be really uncomfortable. And I'm tripping over my words, because I'm very excited, but the more things that you do that, you feel uncomfortable with, the more you are going to get comfortable with doing what it takes to achieve all of your goals. So, for instance, with me, I have a jewelry business. We sell a high-end luxury product. When I am quoting people, sometimes things can get very expensive very fast, depending on what it is. Gold is expensive, diamonds are expensive, labor is expensive. It's a luxury product. Nobody needs what I am selling. The world will go on if they do not have a ring or a necklace or something of that fashion. So sometimes when somebody comes to me and they want a certain product and I price it out and I'm doing my formula, I think. I get really nervous like wow I'm about to tell this person that this is what it's going to cost to make this particular item and I feel scared because it's a very high dollar amount for for me and for a lot of people but that's how much it's going to cost and that's how much that it's worth and that's what the value of it is I don't overprice things But I have been guilty in the past of underpricing things. And I know that any time that I have underpriced myself and not quoted my full value, it's not the best feeling transaction. It feels like I shouldn't feel like I'm struggling when I am creating something of value for somebody i hope that makes sense so for me one of the things that i actively practice being uncomfortable with is sticking to how to to quoting people what the full price should be so for you i'm not sure what you are uncomfortable with or what you avoid doing that's keeping you from attaining your goals from holding you back i mean Sometimes even paying bills is uncomfortable. So we like pile all our bills and wait till the very last second before we pay things off because it it hurts paying that, you know, $40 electric bill or it hurt, you know, just just different things like practice. Being doing actively doing things the opposite way of what you normally would do that you know is not so productive. So get really, really, really uncomfortable over and over again. Every single day, do something that gets you out of your comfort zone. And these can be things totally unrelated to making money. These just practice being uncomfortable, like doing things that kind of go against the social norm. Like sitting down in the, in, when you're in line at the grocery store, just for like literally five seconds and then standing back up and acting like nothing even happened. I mean, people are going to look at you and they're going to think, what the fuck is that person doing? But you're nothing really bad's going to happen. It's just going to let you practice getting uncomfortable and being like, yeah, just being a weirdo, just get comfortable being really weird, stating your worth and, and expanding your mind and your perception and acknowledge your own awesomeness. So if you have a skill or if you can offer a service that you know, that's going to help somebody, don't be shy about that. If you have an amazing product or if you are great at badminton, and somebody wants you to coach them, know your worth, know your awesomeness, acknowledge how awesome there's nothing wrong with that. You should feel amazing about whatever it is that you have to offer the world. She says here, so we're getting to the very end, and she says here that she hopes that We will read this book over and over again and do everything that it says. So that's what we're going to do. I don't know how this episode went. I know we were scattered around a little bit. That was just the introduction. Chapter one will be the next. Uh, I'm going to read chapter one. She does have some mantras and some um, tasks for us to complete and she has some assignments for us to do in each of the chapters so we will go over those together if you do not have the book that's okay you can still listen and I will tell you each of The suggested tasks are and the assignments and the mantras, and we can go over them together. You can still be a badass at making money, um, but I do, it it will help you if you have the book. So if you do have it, I hope that you have read the introduction and have followed along with the podcast. I really am interested to know what you think, um, if you have any suggestions on how I should be presenting this. I know. I was a little scattered just then, so I do, uh, I know that there's room for improvement on how I can deliver the following uh, chapters and installments of this podcast series, so please uh, follow me on Instagram, it's at Beyond Mediocre Pod, you can write me on there and tell me your thoughts, give me your suggestions, just share with me what your experiences are, if you've tried some different things, what's worked, what has not worked. If I can help you with anything, I would love that. I love talking to people about self-improvement. I like strategizing. I like to just know about what makes you happy and what makes you feel beyond mediocre every single day. Um, This podcast is as much for me as it is for everybody else I am living and learning one day at a time just like we all are I'm on a constant journey does that sound stupid I'm on a constant journey of self improvement guys I just want to be a fucking rock star and the average millionaire has seven streams of income so Just a little tidbit of information to leave you with. Um, Seven streams of income. What are yours? How many streams of income do you have right now? I have three, working on having a fourth. So actually, I'm working on having um, more than four. So I'm getting there, getting multiple streams of income. Um, Some of these streams aren't generating like tons of extra, you know, it might just be like a few hundred dollars a week, but these are just small things that I do here and there. Anyway, I'm always looking for new side hustles and adding on to my, my list of things that I do. Anyway, follow me on Instagram at Beyond Mediocre Pod. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your friends. You can find this on iTunes, on SoundCloud. Share it on Facebook. Um, Do whatever. I hope you liked it. Let me know. And until next time, continue being a badass at making money. Okay? Okay. Okay. This is a gym study production.